It's Thursday, December 14th, 2023, and I'm Dave Sobel. Four things to know today. U.S. federal agencies ramp up cloud and AI security measures in response to those growing cyber threats. Our quarterly IT leadership report shows minimal change in racial and gender diversity. The top 25% most profitable solution providers show restraint in compensation increases per a new report. And judicial office endorses AI usage in courtrooms, stressing accuracy verification and privacy. This is the business of tech. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The U.S. National Institute of Standards and Technologies has issued guidance on differential privacy as a privacy-enhancing measure, fulfilling a mandate in President Biden's executive order on artificial intelligence. Differential privacy involves adding a mathematical algorithm to a data set to protect individuals' identities. For more information, you can see the full story at NIST's website. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency has released a series of security configuration baselines for Google Workspace, including Gmail, Google Drive, and Google Meet, as part of its Secure Cloud Business Applications Program, or SCUBA, as part of a response to the Chinese breach of Microsoft. These baselines aim to provide security standards for technology applications used across the federal government. CISA is requesting comments on the configurations and asking federal agencies to help validate and enhance the implementation of these baselines. CISA has also released an assessment tool called Scuba Goggles for evaluating security against the baselines. And speaking of those breaches, Chinese military hackers have been infiltrating the computer systems of critical entities, including power and water utilities, ports, and oil and gas pipelines to disrupt key American infrastructure, according to U.S. officials and industry security officials. The intrusions are part of a broader effort to sow panic and chaos or snarl logistics in the event of a U.S.-China conflict in the Pacific. The hackers have also targeted entities outside the U.S. While none of the intrusions have caused disruptions, they indicate China's desire to complicate U.S. efforts in the Pacific region particularly about Taiwan. During a congressional hearing, experts warned that smaller companies risk being overwhelmed by cybercrime due to AI-related threats. These threats include increased efficiency for hackers to develop malware, spread disinformation, and elevate the scale of attacks. The experts recommended moving smaller businesses to the cloud for collective defense, implementing an incident reporting regime, and fostering better information sharing among firms. They also emphasized the need for AI security measures, AI education, and workforce development. The Cloud Security Alliance has launched the AI Safety Initiative, a coalition of working groups that includes Amazon, Anthropic, Google, Microsoft, OpenAI, academic experts, and government agencies. The initiative aims to create safety and security guidelines for artificial intelligence, focusing on generative AI. 
CSA has already published a paper on the security implications of ChatGPT and plans to release further guidelines. This initiative comes in parallel with other efforts, such as voluntary guidelines announced by the Biden administration and joint guidelines from the UK's National Cyber Security Center and CISA. Why do we care? There's so much here to use. Need a justification for the cloud? You've got congressional testimony. Security guidance for Google Workspace? We now have that from CISA. Privacy details? NIST has you covered. Reason to talk security? Washington Post coverage of disruption of infrastructure. Happy holidays. It's your pile of gifts. Each quarter, this podcast releases our research data on the makeup of IT leadership, broken down by race and sex. By surveying public websites, we're looking to track the change over time. This quarter, we surveyed 300 companies and 4,408 humans across these organizations. 48% are vendors and 48% are technology providers. This quarter, we found that 89.8% are white and 3.3% are black. The breakdown is also 78.4% male. This is nearly identical to last quarter, although roughly 0.2% more black. The data remains similar between vendors and tech providers. When we look at publicly traded or Fortune 100 companies, the numbers improve for women, now at 27%, up from 25%. Also of note, this data has been relatively consistent since we began the report in September 2020. After the Black Lives Matter movement, the S&P 100 added over 300,000 jobs, with 23% going to black workers. The push for diversity resulted in notable gains for black workers in managerial and professional roles. Overall, however, the representation of people of color in high-paying jobs at S&P 100 companies remains disproportionate, with white people still holding the majority of these positions. This from an analysis by Bloomberg News. A report by the Alan Turing Institute reveals that female-founded AI startups in the UK receive six times less venture capital funding than their male counterparts. Between 2012 and 2022, female-founded AI firms raised £1.3 million per deal, while all male teams received and raised £8.6 million per deal. Male-founded AI startups also accounted for the majority at 79.6% of deals worth £55.1 billion, while female-founded startups only accounted for 2.1% of deals worth £200 million. The report highlights the gender inequality in venture capital funding and calls for increased investment in female-founded AI companies. Why do we care? I'm a broken record on repeat. The progress is modest and significant barriers still exist for women to attain leadership roles in tech. The fact that female-founded AI firms in the UK receive significantly less funding than male-founded firms is a clear indicator of the challenges women face in the techter, much less the disparities around race. It calls for a more concerted effort to address these disparities. Companies need to acknowledge the importance of diversity and actively implement strategies to promote it. This includes creating more inclusive hiring practices, providing mentorship and advancement opportunities for underrepresented groups, and fostering an organizational culture that values diversity. Invest in your people and make your people as broad a group as possible.
Service Leadership has released early findings from its 11th annual IT Solution Provider Compensation Report. Best-in-class solution providers, meaning the top 25% most profitable, had roughly half as many employees at 20% receive top increases of over 6% as compared to the bottom quartile providers who gave top increases to approximately 39% of employees. The findings suggest a decrease in top-level increases and a return to historical norms in 2024. The full report, available for purchase in early 2024, will also cover staff-to-management ratios, incentive pay, remote work arrangements, and more. Why do we care? The fact that best-in-class have fewer employees compared to bottom quartile providers is telling. This disparity suggests that the most profitable are more strategic and more restrained in compensation increases. This could be due to several factors, including a focus on maintaining profitability through controlled payroll expenses or a strategy that involves investing more in other areas like technology, training, or customer acquisition. We'll be waiting for that full report to learn more. The UK Judicial Office has issued guidance allowing judges to use ChatGPT and other AI tools in legal rulings. While acknowledging the potential pitfalls of AI, the guidance clears the path for British judges to experiment with the technology. However, it also recommends that judges verify the accuracy of AI responses and be cautious of privacy concerns. And while I'm on the UK, a parliamentary report warns that the UK government is at high risk of catastrophic ransomware attack due to failures in tackling the issue. The report criticizes the former Home Secretary for showing no interest in the topic and calls for the responsibility for ransomware to be transferred to the Cabinet Office. The report also recommends increased investment in the National Cybersecurity Center and the National Crime Agency. The government has yet to respond to the report. Why do we care? It's crucial to note the emphasis on judges verifying the accuracy of AI-generated information and being mindful of privacy concerns. The approach reflects cautious optimism, balancing the innovative use of technology with the need to maintain the integrity and reliability of judicial processes. This is the answer for customers. By permitting the tools, the judicial office opens the doors to faster and more data-driven legal research processes, which could aid case analysis and ruling. That's the value and the lens we should use. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Thanks for listening. Today, apparently, it's Monkey Day. Monkey Day. The team at MSP Success had a profile on what we're doing here at the Business of Tech, and I wanted to highlight it for you. The link to the story is in the show notes. If you don't know about my career path, it's all there. Got a comment, question, thought on a story? Put it in the comments if you're on YouTube, or reach out to me on LinkedIn if you're listening to the podcast. I will talk to you again tomorrow. The Business of Tech is written and produced by me, Dave Sobel, under ethics guidelines, posted at businessof.tech.
If you like the content, please make sure to hit that like button and follow or subscribe. It's free and easy and the best way to support the show and help us grow. You can also check out our Patreon, where you can join the Business of Tech community at patreon.com slash mspradio, or buy our Why Do We Care merch at businessof.tech. Finally, if you're interested in advertising on the show, visit mspradio.com slash engage. Once again, thanks for listening to me, and I will talk to you again on our next episode of The Business of Tech. Part of the MSP Radio Network.